The planet is restless, Captain. They want their podcast. And they shall have it. I'll beam down to the surface. You have the bridge. Captain, that is illogical. These are Trek fans. They will challenge and dissect your knowledge with great emotion. It is a mission fraught with danger, peril, and grave risk. Suggestions. Send in the red shirts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. It's time for another mission from the red shirts. And listen, let me just say up front, Craig J., he was absent in our last recording. Uh, Big Sexy and I uh, did a recording last week, but we had to put that on hold because, number one, we had to wait for Craig to get back. Now, Craig, how did that spore drive work when it was attached to your arms? Did, is, <laughs> how did that work? I, we, we let you go to make sure that that was working. Everything's good? It does hurt a little bit, but it's, it's good fun traveling oh. around the galaxy. Okay, good, good, good. And so Big Sexy and I, in your absence, we recorded a show, but we're going to preempt that show because, man, we got some pretty big news. I mean, really big news. Huge. Huge uh, for Star Trek. And I'm sure you've already heard it, everyone listening, that Quentin Tarantino is in serious talks with, uh, what, with Bad Robot, I guess, or with uh, Paramount to direct a Star Trek film. Mind blowing, head busting. <laughs> yeah. So, and not only that, but Patrick Stewart. It sounds like Patrick Stewart is willing to come back to reprise his role as Jean Luc Picard if uh, Tarantino directs. So, let's just jump right into this. Okay. What do you guys think? What's your take on this? Quentin Tarantino, who started off with um, Reservoir Dogs. His last film, I believe, was Hateful Eight. I yeah. think the, the last film I saw of his was Django Unchained, which I thought was a great film, controversial, but I thought it was a good film. Who wants to, who wants to jump into the fray once more onto the breach, as uh, Kang said? <laughs> or Chang, whatever his name was. Chang. 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 Yeah. Who wants to jump in first? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I'll 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 just say that uh, one of the interesting things that ma- one of the things that makes me interested in this project is not that I think Quentin Tarantino is going to make a Star Trek Pulp Fiction or anything because I'm sure he won't, but I'm interested in this old interview he did where he speaks about how he loved the episode called Yesterday's Enterprise, and for those of you who don't remember, that's when the Enterprise D encounters the Enterprise C in an alternative universe and Tasha Yar comes back or she's, she's in this alternative universe and they have to send the enterprise C back to put the timeline right again. And so in this interview, he talks about how he would love to flesh out that story to a 90 minute or two hour you know, story. Cause he thinks there's a lot of stuff that can be happening in and around that story with the different characters. So if this is the project he's going to do, I'm very, very interested. And that was the one where, um, because the enterprise D I'm sorry. The Enterprise C came through some sort of uh, a rift. I forget what it was called. Right. It wasn't a wormhole, but it was a, it was a rift. Yeah. Uh, Dyke, uh, Tyson, not not Tyson. Some kind of rift, and it it changed the entire galaxy. And the Enterprise D became a sh- a warship. That's right. You know, I I gotta say, um, I'll give my thoughts on um later, but I want to hear Big Sexy first. But you know, it, I don't really want him to redo. Uh, a concept that we've already seen. 
particularly since this happened, yesterday's enterprise takes place in the 24th century. So I don't know. I don't want to see it happen in the 23rd century. I have this thing about if that would have happened, we should have heard about it in the 24th century. Like, you know, hey, when they get back to normal, Picard says, hey, didn't that happen to Kirk back in the 23rd century? You know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want them to redo something or reboot a story. Well, one thing about this is if Tarantino does direct and they do get uh, Patrick Stewart, that announcement that he's interested has pretty much done in the Abrams universe. And I'm okay with that. Because if they go back to the Next Generation cast and build off of that foundation mm. instead of the new one, which sucks. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'd be all for that. Which means they could reference yesterday's Enterprise in that timeline by talking about Commander Sailor. Because I, I don't believe... They killed that character off. You're talking so about they, the character that appears in, um, was it Redemption or Unification? Unification. Unification, yes. right. Okay. I don't think they killed her off. No, I don't think they did. So they can do something with that if he wants to go that way. Plus, with Tarantino, it's going to be an R film. Yeah. Now, people are thinking, you know, sitting around thinking, well, that's going to be, you know, Jordy and, and worse around saying, F no. <laughs> It opens it up for more graphic depiction of phaser hits, you know, for instance. There's so much that can be done without the yoke of the PG rating on it. It really opens up for more more intense storytelling. And if they pull this off, I'm all over it. Well, now, here's the thing. Um, given the premise of the first Star Trek that Abrams did... It changed the entire timeline, I assume, for the galaxy, right? So you could bring Picard back, you know, and he he's just been affected just as the entire galaxy has. So I, I, I saw where you were going there with that, but I don't think bringing Picard back means they have to do away with the Abrams universe. Not saying I don't want them to, but I think it might be convoluted to try to go back to the Berman Trek just because Picard's there, don't you think? No, I don't, because they've got seven years of TV, you know, seven years of DS line to draw from, a bunch of films, and having Patrick Stewart in will be like a, he'll be like the tentpole. Other actors will say, look, if they're going to bring Stewart back, I'd love to do it as well to work with Tarantino. So there's your magnet right there. And th just having all of that talent to pull from will... Well, no. The byproduct of that will be the, the pushing out of the rebooted universe. That's what I'm, I don't get. Why, why do you say that? And believe me, I'm not, I would love for them to go back to Prime Universe. But why do you think they would have to do away with um, the Kelvin Universe? Because these characters would be living in the Kelvin Universe as well. But the Kelvin Universe really isn't technically a reboot. Uh, there was a prequel to the Kelvin Universe Star Trek in an IDW Star Trek comic book. Right. That had Spock, you know, come over. So why wouldn't we just go back to that and by and I, I don't want to see a crossover of the Kelvin and the well, Prime. I don't want to see that at all. But the thing is, you got, you still, I don't know if it makes sense to go back to Prime, but you've still got Chris Pine and 
Zachary Quinto and all those guys playing those roles. Screw them. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Do, well, I, I would love to go back to Prime, Mike. Seriously, because if you think about what they've done in the Kelvin universe, all of the characters are played by other people. Right. So we don't have a William Shatner in the Kelvin universe. We right, have I'm saying, so Chris who, Pine playing Captain Kirk. So so if um, Patrick Stewart came back, he he couldn't be in the Kelvin universe because there should surely he doesn't look like that any you know in the Kelvin universe. I would love to see. Another thing that Quentin Tarantino said in the interview is he said the the person that got him into Star Trek was Captain Kirk, the character Captain Kirk and William Shatner's portrayal of Captain Kirk. So I would love to see a movie where he brings back Captain Kirk as well. That's so just what, me. What I'm trying to understand, are you saying you want to bring back William Shatner? Of course. Uh, Why not? William Shatner. Absolutely. He he's still alive and he still wants to play Captain Kirk. And But who's going uh, to star in the film though? I don't know, co-stars. Who's going to star? Tarantino is the star. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, he stars in all of his films. His his name draws people. I understand, but who is playing the captain in this this version that you guys are talking about? Well, they're it, both captains, right? So it, it could be a lot of things. They yeah, could have like I, an old episode of uh, uh, oh god, Kirk being kicked up to admiral again, or retiring, or having Riker come in and. Oh, dude, you don't. There's a lot of things they can be done here. I'm. I, I love William Shatner. I love Captain Kirk. William Shatner's Captain Kirk. I do not want to see an 80 plus year old man and a 70 plus year old man lead a film, though. <laughs> you can't be serious. I I would love to see now, and that goes back to something else Patrick Stewart said. I don't know if you saw this article, but prior to him saying he would love to come back if Tarantino directed. He said uh, last week that he would come back if there was a way to get all of the captains back. So if you could get Janeway, Cisco, Archer, I think he said also. No, not Archer. He, he, <laughs> he said that he would be willing to consider that. I love it. I love <clears throat> it. Let's these, do that. These guys don't look the same, guys. It's, so not, it's not appealing. I'm just telling they you. Rent, they, they are part of the story. They're part of the legacy. If we can have them back at least one more time, it'll be awesome. I got you, but I, it, I would want to see them like maybe let's say there's a a threat to the Federation, and Picard is sent as an ambassador on the Enterprise to as a consultant. He's an admiral now. I don't want him to be the one saying, "All right, let's beam down and kick some at." No, that's not going to work. <laughs> They're too I old. Can work. They're too old. <laughs> Let's look at this logically here. The here Kelvin Universe films financially aren't doing what they're expected to do. So you put Tarantino on there and you get Picard in there, that alone will speak interest of people outside of the sci-fi world. I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is you need you need to have someone to uh, lead the film and I just don't these guys are too old to do that. Let's be serious. I disagree because it doesn't necessarily need to be someone to quote lead the film. This film can be more event driven than character driven. Uh, you know, Independence yeah. Day was character or is event driven. I agree. So with there that. could be some type of major threat, which is the main vehicle of the film, as opposed to hey, there's there's Kirk or there's Picard. Well, who's your protagonist? That's what I'm trying Shut to say. Right? Well, that's that's a big part of the story. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got see now, Mark. You're on your DC. You're not thinking it through. Uh, <laughs> oh, shout out to the DC. Shout out to the DCEU. <laughs> but but seriously, do you think that he should bring back? Do you think he should bring Pine and those guys back, or just no, no, please, bring, no. So you're saying he should? Okay, so I know you you want Shatner and those guys back, but let's say that that just doesn't work, which it would not. Why not? No one wants to see an eighty-year-old man running across a starship. So, you're saying he, let's bring? Would you be open to him bringing on a new cast? Nah. Oh my god. <laughs> you really want to see Shatner lead a film now? There's a few of them left, right? Michelle Nichols is still alive. I know they're alive, but they don't. They're they're old. Michelle is eighty-five, I think. Still looking good though. People want to see those people Guys. and those characters. They don't, the new the new cast has not resonated. It just hasn't. I understand that. I don't disagree with that. But an eighty five year old woman and an eighty something eighty eight year old man, they, all they're going to do is sit down on their chair. They're not going to be. Do- Are you serious? How old is Patrick Stewart though? I, I don't think he should be running around either. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, only recently has he started to show some age. Like ever yeah. since Logan, he's starting to show some age, and I I don't think it would be a good idea for him to lead a film. Guys, you, the the movie has to make money no matter who directs it, and you're not gonna get. I mean, you're not gonna get people coming out to see Shatner in a lead role. Put him, you put him in the background. Again, people aren't coming to see Shatner. They're coming to see Tarantino. But Tarantino's not gonna be on screen. Come on, big sexy. His his work will be on screen. They're going to see his work. The people they that... want to see his vision of this franchise. Right, but they you also have to give them something to watch. <laughs> and I I'm think just... he can do it. Okay, what could possibly be a story that would justify putting two octogenarians in the lead roles? <laughs> I mean, don't let the fanboyism completely overtake you. What's the story there? Because you got to have some action. You got to have some battles. You got to have some conflict. The battles. And again, you said what you can do. Sit in a chair. What does a captain on the Enterprise do? Sit in that chair. So that's good. He sits in a chair. He goes into San Francisco and, and he gets a couple of whales. He uh, no, no. They no way he fights they he, no he fights his you. old enemies from the original series. No, no. <clears throat> he gets in the hand to hand combat with a Klingon. Nope, not that either. They're one of the best episodes. And Craig, help me out with the, with the name of this one. The one where they are tailing this Romulan ship that was captained by uh, the guy who plays Spock's dad. That oh, episode, Balance of Terror. Puns. Balance of Terror. Balance of Terror. And what? What? Where was Kirk in that episode? In the chair the whole time, <laughs> and it was full of action. Here, listen. Here's what I would like to see happen. I bear no ill will to any of these guys. Get rid of that whole uh, Kelvin cast. Get some new, fresh faces in there, and set it post Voyager, and then bring in Picard. Bring in Shatner. Uh, as Kirk, bring in Janeway, do whatever you want, but introduce a new set of characters that aren't the characters that we know from Prime. Like, 
it, it was a mistake to begin with to, to try to recast Captain Kirk. That is ridiculous. Agreed. Just like a, a certain aside, it's ridiculous to try to recast Han Solo, but that's another franchise. Any Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see. I kind of wanted that for Discovery, too, just to put all of this, you know, fighting about the continuity to bed, you know, to, to rest. But that's what I want to see Tarantino do. Now, let me let me just ask you, do you think people should be more concerned? I mean, there are a lot of haters out there right now. They're like, oh, my God, no, no. Star Trek is they're trying to kill Star Trek. Do you think it's more of a concern that Tarantino is directing or that it's an it's going to be an R-rated Star Trek movie? I don't think either one is a concern, actually. Well, put yourself in the shoes of those people that are hating right now. They're gonna people are gonna hate just to hate. You know, if you like, if you want to see it, go. If you don't, don't go. That simple. Correct. Do you think this is a bad move for uh, Star Trek? I think it, I think it's a great move. Yeah, it, it's a great move. If it happens, we don't have confirmation yet. I have seen the the hating going on. People don't want it to be R-rated. They say that's not Star Trek. People don't want Tarantino because they think it's going to be too gory. But I don't think that he is going to make a Pulp Fiction kind of movie when he makes this Star Trek movie, if he if he gets to make it. See, here's what I think. You know what? Right after Beyond, Star Trek Beyond, how much did you see Star Trek in the press? Maybe six months later. How often did you see Star Trek in the press, in media? Can't even remember it. Exactly. Yeah, it e- exactly. Once they announced Discovery, once Discovery came on, how often, whether people love it or hate it, how often are you hearing about Star Trek in the press now? You're Not hearing. A lot. I I would I would wholeheartedly disagree about with Discovery. You. I'm I'm talking about the institution of Star okay, Trek. Okay. 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 Because sorry. Because Discovery is on air, whether people hate it or like it. We are talking about Star Trek. What happened when Tarantino's name came up? To As far as I can tell, Star Trek is back on the radar. People are talking about it. Whether or not Tarantino is the right director, that's almost moot now. I am loving the fact that we have eyes on Star Trek. And I think that's why people who hate Discovery and are watching the Orville, I said it, traitors, <laughs> that's why it's a good thing that they attached Tarantino's name even if he doesn't direct I think Star Trek now has a buzz about it and let's be real Tarantino is a solid director he's a good director and if he claims that he has some that he's a fan of Star Trek and he liked the episode Yesterday's Enterprise, I think he was quoted as saying it's one of the best written TNG episodes of all. I think he's going to show some deference. Now, he he wouldn't be my first choice, but he seems excited about doing it. And that's the first thing. Get a director who's balls in with this, with, with the project. And also, he's directing. He's not writing. He's not writing it. So I think he wrote Django. I think he wrote Reservoir Dogs. I think he wrote Pulp Fiction. I could be wrong about that, but I think he was more of an auteur back then. He he, his hand was a little in a little bit of everything. Maybe since now he's older, he doesn't want to be put his hands in everything. But he's going to be directing someone else's script now. Of course, once they get into the weeds, of course he's going to be 
interjecting and making script changes and stuff like that. But I think this is great for Star Trek. And the fact that it's going to be R-rated, let me just say real quick. Discovery on CBS All Access. That show flirts with an R rating. It dances on the edge of an R rating all the time. No, ain't no flirting with it. You drop an F bomb, it's an R. Period. <laughs> did they? They say they did say F. They dropped an F bomb. Yes. And we saw Klingon tit. Oh, oh, oh I didn't see that. Oh. <laughs> like, like, like Jerry Seinfeld said. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think I see a nipple. <laughs> so this whole thing about R-rated being a problem, if you're a fan of Discovery, why is that a problem for you? I, I don't get it. Now, I mean, you guys have any uh, other anything to add to that? or I, I think, think it's a... on the head because Tarantino is A, knowledgeable about the product, and B, passionate about the product. Too many times... You know, other directors have come into a franchise property and think, well, I'm not going to do what they all did. I'm going to use my own vision and f*** it up. Shout out to Robert and, Wise. Shout out to Stuart Baird. <laughs> anyway. Whereas Tarantino doesn't want to do that. You know, he wants to do it his, you know, his style, but he will maintain the integrity that is that was set, you know, for 50 years in front of him. So I, I am all for this. Now, the thing is also, if you don't get Tarantino, then you better get Spielberg or somebody to that level because you're just throwing wow. his name around. Oh, just throwing his name around as someone who wants to do it and you don't get him for whatever reason, you can't go back now. So you got to get one of those big name, huge name directors to do it. You're you can't go, you know, from talks to Tarantino and backtrack to Michael Bay. That ain't going to work. <laughs> well, you know, Michael Bay would draw a lot of attention. I'm, I, I hate him, but he would draw attention to the project. I thought you were a lot of hater aid, too. I thought you were going to say, like, the guy who directed Porky's back in the 80s or something oh, like that. <laughs> but now, Mike, the thing is that even though you write that he's going to be directing it, he actually has obviously submitted an idea. Uh-huh. So he has an overall idea about what the movie should be. Maybe right. he's even written some some part of it, or a rough outline. So even though he's the director, I think he's much more involved. He, he will be much more involved in it because he it's his idea. Well, you know, li literally an idea could be like five sentences, and, that, and sure. you, get, you get a story by credit. You know, but you know, it, it's the screenwriters that are going to be tasked with um, fleshing it out and all the all the beats and pauses and stuff like that. So, I, I, and you know, he's had some good ideas. His movies have been very entertaining. I've mm -hmm. kind of I've kind of fallen off on him, you know, lately. But um, you know, I I can't say I've seen a movie. Ah, uh, maybe Foxy. What was that? Foxy Brown? Did he? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. No, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. <laughs> Foxy <laughs> Brown Fox. is, is is the deaf rapper. <laughs> Sorry. No, Foxy Brown's a seventies black exploitation film. Well, yeah, you just showed your age. <laughs> <She's> a, <laughs> there's, there's a rapper named Foxy Brown. Anyway, but from the nineties. Oh, actually, no, from the early two thousands. Anyway. So let me ask you this. As we all know, you know, you have all these announcements and sometimes they fall through. So if they, now, you brought up Steven Spielberg. I was going to ask, what if it doesn't work out with Tarantino? And I think you bring up a great point, Big Sexy. You can't be talking to Tarantino and then say, oh, we didn't get Tarantino. Okay, is, is Stuart Bear still alive? <laughs> you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. 
So now, listen, Steven Spielberg is one of my childhood heroes. I grew up him, John Williams, can't touch that, okay? I just wonder if Steven Spielberg is at a place now where maybe he wouldn't be the right choice. And it pains me to say that, but who who would you want to go with if, if it falls apart with Tarantino? Okay, I'm not a filmmaker, obviously. So, to me, it would be ha- it would have to be someone who is knowledgeable about the product and has an idea and has passion for it and is ready to do something to build on what was in front of them. I don't want someone, oh, I, like Joel Schumacher when he destroyed the Batman oh, franchise. Dude, I don't on. want that. No. I don't want people who are going to come in and say, you know what, I don't like this in front of me. So we're going to change it all. We're going to make Picard an engineer and make Troy you know, the chief surgeon and just change it all the way around and I don't like these uniforms, get rid of that. No, no. I don't want that. Uh, Well, you know, you bring up a good point. There's a good... I I wouldn't be surprised if they change the uniforms because they always do. (laughs) They always do, don't they? Yeah, and I don't like it. Well, I mean, through the first six movies, at least from two to six, they stayed the same, didn't they? From two to... Yeah, you're right. Three, four... Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, one had the silly jumpsuit thing <laughs> going on, <laughs> and then from two to six, they had the cool red jackets and stuff. That was that was good. I wouldn't say they were cool. It's just I am. Uh, come on, that's what I'm. Yeah, printing you, you on. had one. No, <laughs> you had, you, I'm right. You had the Picard one. That's right. It's, it's the most comfortable one because I, I I spent most of my time uh, being you know brought into the Trek world with those movies two through six. So. Yeah, I, I have a special place in my heart for them, but they're they're not that. They don't look comfortable first off, and they look a little stuffy. So if if you start to let's say, like myself, if you start to gain a little around your middle, <laughs> those uniforms don't do you any favors. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think that was the problem with the with the, with the, the latest Star Trek's, wasn't it? That they they all put on a bit of, bit of weight there. Yeah, whereas the ones the, the uh, potato the potato sacks from season three of TNG, those were those are the best I think, because they they puffed up around the middle, <laughs> they they helped Riker out a lot. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna say, even though I was disappointed with the sequel, I'm gonna say James Gunn based on what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, because I think he added. With the first one, I think he went overboard on the second one. The second one was just full of excess. He had the right amount of humor and suspense in the first Guardians. And there were a lot of elements. In both of them, there were a lot of elements that were brought together cohesively. So I wouldn't be mad if James Gunn were to step in. Uh, two other directors that are more old school. Obviously, you got to go with Nicholas Meyer. Because mm. I think he saved Star Trek with Star Trek Two. And then the other one is, um, I want to say, who directed Empire Strikes Back? I could not tell you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it was, um, it was Irvin Kirshner. And given that Empire Strikes Back, to me, is the best of all of those movies, Star Wars movies, I wouldn't mind if he were to express some interest. Now, he, he's a little bit older, and I don't know if that would be a problem or not. But, um, yeah, I, I, I liked Empire Strikes Back. I liked what he did with it. But see, isn't that your problem, though, with Spielberg doing it and that he's too old, whereas the guy who did Star Trek Two, now he's probably pretty long in the tooth as well. 
I didn't say no, no. Age had nothing to do with it. Was he probably like? What do you think he's like? Seventy or eighty? Yeah. Well, maybe they have mentors or not mentors, uh, mentees <laughs> that they've <laughs> proteges that they've proteges. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's a good if, point. That's a good point. If I, you I mean, can get a Spielberg protege. Take it. But here's the thing: Spielberg is still doing it. I mean, he's got Ready Player One coming out, and I think he directed that. He didn't just produce that. He he directed it. Now, I will say that I think it's odd because Spielberg, his work lately, and not just as a director, he's tend to become, in terms of like the blockbusters and the tent poles and the summer films, he's putting his name on some hokey stuff, I think. He, his name is all over. <laughs> yeah, his name's all over Transformers. How can he sleep at night? <laughs> wow. Took a shot at Steven Spielberg. But uh, he is a hero of mine from childhood, you know. Um, but I think he's still got the chops. Like I said, he's got Ready Player One coming out, effects-driven, effects-heavy. Uh, I don't know how the characters are going to do. It looks like it's a for, meant for a younger type of audience, like a millennial type of audience. Yeah, um, true, true. But uh, maybe that's what Star Trek needs. And, and I think that's what D- Discovery is delivering to us. That's what Orville is delivering as well. But that's another no, discussion. Listen. <laughs> yes, it is. L- let me. I'm gonna get. Let me get this. Let me set the record straight. Brandon Braga is wrong. involved in that in that project. Yes, he is. I don't give a damn who's involved with it. <laughs> sellouts. <laughs> I said it. All this vitriol, cue. Come on, man. But Orville is chasing after Trek from the '90s. The Orville is, is paying yeah. respect to Trek. Yes, I agree. I well, agree. you you tend to only pay respects after something is dead. And Star I'm sorry, Trek, is that still on? Star Trek, <laughs> Star Trek ain't dead. <laughs> Next it, Generation and DS9 are no longer with us. They evolve. Star Trek has evolved. It is still with us. It's evolving. Okay? Star, put it this way. Star Trek now has thumbs, opposable thumbs, okay? <laughs> We're evolving. That You guys didn't get that analog. Okay. Q, I, I get it. Q, the show is good, man. But we'll argue about that another time. Yeah, okay. If they look- don't get uh, Tarantino for some reason, yeah. first of all, it's going to be a PR nightmare and a I, big black eye. I don't think so. Cause th- I do. It's just talks right now. It's just, you know. Uh, exactly. Right, so if, if they people have been signed to films and then they were dropped and it didn't necessarily cause a PR nightmare. Has Tarantino been dropped? Well, no, but I'm saying if he is, it's not the end of the world. I mean, Ant-Man, who was the original director, Gareth something, he was supposed to Exactly. Direct? You're talking directors that no one's heard of. Wow. People Damn. know who Tarantino is. Okay? And, if they, and the fact that he's showing this kind of interest... And if they don't follow up and pull this trigger, because I don't, I don't know the guy obviously, but I've never got the vibe that he's trying to hold anybody up for money, and that would be the only reason that something like this would fall apart. So they have to do this I, now, unless Tarantino makes an announcement saying, "You know what, I ain't in. I'm, I'm too busy or whatever." Fine. Other than that, you gotta, you gotta grab this guy. What I'm seeing online. I think people will be will be relieved if Tarantino doesn't do it. Oh, I'm not, not me. I'm best. I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not seeing anyone saying, "Yay, Tarantino!" I'm seeing people okay. lukewarm. Yay, Tarantino! Well, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just seeing people lukewarm saying, uh, "Okay, I'm interested. I'm a little concerned. I'm curious." 
but no one's saying, oh, sh-. yeah. <laughs> Greg, well, we are. Have, well, <laughs> we we are. are, but, you know, we have, well, I'm not gonna, I was going to say, we have 63 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Close to 6,300, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to say 6,300. <laughs> yeah, listen, audience, we're going to have a talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> Craig, who who would you like to see if Tarantino were to fall out? Um, I really don't know. I would have said if Leonard Nimoy was alive, him. Oh, wow. He's, he's done some great Star Trek. You know, he was a good director. Yeah, you're right. Yep. But he is dead. Yes. So. What about his oh. son? Uh, how, has, has anyone what, seen Adam? Has anyone seen that documentary? Is that thing done yet that he was working on? But it's he done. Dropped, was... He dropped out, though, didn't he? Yeah, did he? I was going to say, I thought he dropped out of that. Well, he, he did one about Spock, right? And But then he, did, he was doing one about DS9, That's wasn't right, it? That's right, the one right, he dropped right. out of. Yeah. Did anybody see that one about Spock? No. Yes, the one about Spock was great. Well, very, very and good. he directed it, right? I think so. Do you think he would have the chops to do a, to do a Star Trek? But it was a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Although Martin Scorsese, he's done a lot. We know his track record. He's done documentaries too. Crickets. Okay, moving on. <laughs> if they could land Scorsese to do it, that would be impossible. I wouldn't want Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> Martin Scorsese? <laughs> I, I can't see that one happening. All right, guys, we're going to go down on this planet. Set phases to stun. <laughs> if anybody fucks with you, whack them around. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get the f***ing trilithium, okay? Get off my back, will you? Well, now that you've said that, he could, like, go back to the original series and really expand on a piece of the action episode. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of Gangs in New York action? Yeah. Wasn't that considered a horrible episode, though? I love that episode. <laughs> That's the one where they're all dressed like James Cagney, right? Yeah. I don't remember that episode, actually. And I oh. am a T.O. Card Maybe I just didn't like it. Maybe I didn't like it, but I don't remember it. What'd you say, Big Sexy? Card revoked. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that episode. I listen, I don't remember the story, but I do remember um the premise. I do remember the premise. Wow. Well, you know, yeah. listen, yeah. I my I fully admit, you know, when Star Trek was in full effect, I was watching Space nineteen ninety nine. So <laughs> See, right, right there you lose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, right then, there. and then I saw motion picture. I was like, "What? Who's what's, Star Trek? Sucks." <laughs> Let me guess. You're a Battlestar Galactica guy from the original one too. No, I, I didn't like that. You talking about the with uh, the original? The, yes. Yeah. I watched that it only was... because I was into Star Wars, but I, I that never, was terrible. It, it got what was that? Wiki was it? Wiki? Wiki? Oh, something? Wiki kill or something? Him. No, I don't know. But yeah. uh, I love Battlestar Galactica, both the original and the reboot. Great, great stuff. I saw the first episode of the uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot. I thought it was. I think I watched the first three or four, and then I kind of fell off. But um, uh, it, what I saw was good. Very good. Richard Hatch and Richard and uh, what was, what was his name? Dirk Benedict. Right there, you lose. Dirk Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> right there, we're, we're, we're done playing. <laughs> they were terrible. Come on, it was the seventies. <laughs> And Lauren Green? Oh, oh, that's so bad. (laughs) But we digress. And Space 1999? Really? Martin Landau? Come on, man. All right. (laughs) I admit it. I admit it. I burned all of my paraphernalia (laughs) on Space 1999. But I I had the spaceship. 
I had the little action figures. I had um, some kind of biosphere that I And these were all Kenner and Hasbro toys. You know this, right? So. All right, let me get ultra dorky here now. I'm expecting to catch heat for this. The only thing good, and I mean the only thing good about Space 1999 was its production company. Why? That is the same production company that did the Thunderbirds when I was a kid. And I will be damned if anybody rips the Thunderbirds. I'm not familiar with the Thunderbirds, to be honest. Thunderbirds are go. Exactly. Yes. Are those the little marionette things? Yes. Yeah. I don't think they had that when I was growing up. Man, I love the Thunderbirds. The British to show, this wasn't day, it? I love them. And of course, they are British, so I do like yeah. that. Is that the same production company that did, um, what was that movie that came out where the song was America, f yeah, something like that? America? Are you thinking, um, no, 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 no. That was the South Park guys. Oh. Team America. Okay, all right. Team America World Police or something like that. All they did was rip off Thunderbirds. Badly. Well, well listen, just to get back on, just to get back on course, Bring it back home. <laughs> You know what I would love to see? I would love to see a scene where Kirk has a uh, has a heart problem or something happens and he has a heart attack, and Spock has to take that you know six six inch needle and <laughs> jam it into his <laughs> chest. What? That would make it yeah. worthwhile to me. Or well, the the adrenaline needle. Oh yeah. But you know what? Um, no matter what happens, whether Tarantino directs this film or not, they're talking about, and I don't know if you. Craig or Big Sexy, if you heard this, that they're talking about initially bringing back, they were going to bring back uh, George Kirk, who was, who was portrayed by uh, Chris Hemsworth in the very first Star Trek Abrams film. Remember that? Kirk's remember? dad? Yeah, Kirk's okay. dad. Uh, now, uh, <clears throat> you, guys, you guys aren't in love with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, here, here, I'll read from, uh, where is this? This is from treknews.net. It says, um, after the release of last year's Star Trek Beyond, so we know this is a little dated, rumors came out that would have seen Chris Hemsworth reprising his Star Trek role of George Kirk for a sequel where he and the now adult James Kirk team up. And now they're not sure if that's going to still uh, take place because Tarantino has now entered the fray. I tell you what. Chris Hemsworth is on my list. <laughs> and if they bring him back, keep your mouth shut about how the character should be changed. And don't talk about taking away phases or anything like that. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't cut your hair and do what Ugh. they tell you to do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the haircutting kind of kind of irks me as well, honestly. You don't you don't like that either with Thor, right? No, I do not. And you don't like them taking the hammer away, right? No, I do not. And so I blame Chris Hemsworth and Kevin Smith. You know, the director, Taika Waititi, I don't even know the guy, so don't want to know him after watching that. But anyway, that's just my little thing right there. No changes, like you said. No Josh Tranking this film. But <laughs> <laughs> took a little long for him to get that, but okay. <laughs> I, 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 I work with the crowd I'm given. Um... <laughs> But now, Big Sexy, you and I, we kind of broached this on the As Yet Unreleased show. Let's, let's just change topics a little bit. And let's just give talk a little bit about uh, Discovery. So, we're on a hiatus until, I want to say January 18th. Is that sound, does that date sound right? That sounds about right, yeah. So, 
what are you guys watching? This is just for fun. What are you guys watching to uh, get over your uh, discovery uh, craving? First of all, I don't have a craving for it. It's oh my it's god! Well, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's good. You know, or let me rephrase it. It's getting better, yeah. but um, with the way TV is configured these days. You know, I'll be watching a lot of football because everything is building up to that mid-season or winter finale nowadays. So you know going in that you're going to have a break in the action. You know, for instance, this weekend, Walking Dead, mid-season finale. So in order to get that sci-fi thing, I'll probably just continue to watch or re-watch. In fact, when I bought some DVDs the other day, I'll probably watch the extended Batman v superman because apparently there's like another half hour inserted in that movie what wait wait, wait wait what you're talking about the ultimate edition yeah oh you haven't seen that yet no no i just picked it up the other day i, I mean if you want to give if you don't Uh-oh. mind losing three hours of your life go right ahead <laughs> am i gonna be pissed off again <laughs> did you like batman v superman did i like it yeah no no okay this but is I'm not things this ain't going to change that. <laughs> Shit. There are, there are a couple of things that maybe make make things make more sense, like uh, Clark gets played up a little bit more as a reporter. Other than that, there's nothing in that film that makes it worth watching. Go ahead and watch it, though. Don't take my word for it. But, Craig, what are you... Um, let me guess, Stranger Things? Stranger Things, the second season, definitely. Is that be good? I have not seen it's the second awesome. season. It's very, it's very good. You Craig, definitely need to watch it. Craig says it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Walking sure. Dead. Yes, I'm uh, watching The Walking Dead. That's it's unfortunately disappointing this season. It's the first season that I'm actually disappointed in The Walking Dead. Okay, good. Really? So it's not just me. All right. No, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I know this is a Star Trek podcast, but wait a minute. It, you saw season episode what, season two, and that and this season's disappointing. Oh yeah, two was bad. Mm, yeah, this yeah, two it was. was That's true. Wow. So I'm hoping that in the next season they pick it up because I'm already tired of Negan. <laughs> I've had enough of Negan. Well, the problem with Walking Dead is this: the TV has caught up to the book. That's the problem. Mm. And I don't right. know why they did that. Why did was it? Why did they feel the need to do that? Uh, the, well, they're telling a story, and you know, TV definitely allows quicker pacing than a, than a monthly periodical. Although, so I they, mean... They have caught up. They're not really caught up because the, what we're seeing on The Walking Dead now is um, it was like two years ago in the book when we, they had the all-out war. That was like two years and, ago. Right? And what's happened since the all-out war? Not much. You know, I kind of fell off of the book. The last... When I was reading it, they had uh, Negan locked up in a prison in a basement yeah, somewhere. He's out now. Oh yeah, he's right. And Lucille is destroyed, right? He broke Lucille. Lucille is broken. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, me. You know what I'm doing? See, both of you guys failed at Star Trek. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching The Outer Limits. You know, rewatching that. Just that's a good show. So that's the only other thing I'm doing is that. So at least it's sci-fi related. Yeah, she yeah. was watching 1999 reruns. <laughs> anyway, I'm back on DS9. There you go. Now right. we're talking. And I got to tell you, can someone put a phaser to Esri Dax, please? 
Oh. What, you know what? Maybe that's maybe that's I'm not being fair because, um, I, actually I've only seen like the last two episodes. I've just been really busy, when, since I uh, fell off of it, and um, I'm in the middle of an episode where she and Worf are like beefing with each other. Like she wants to be Worf's friend, and Worf is not ready to approach her because I guess he's not he's not over Jadzia yet, right? And I'm like, you know, the wharf I know, he wouldn't give a damn if, you know, he'd be like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's, we got a mission, let's do it. Or we have to get along with each other, fine. For the, for Starfleet, we, we'll do what we have to do. It seems out of character for Wharf to be punking out, like avoiding her because he doesn't want to confront her because of his issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's more him punking out. I'm thinking he's trying to be respectful to the memory of his wife and this vessel that has portions of her, his wife is not his wife. So it's like, you know, I don't even want to get into that. Well, wouldn't it be respectful to then embrace uh, Esri? Because, you know, like in real life, you hear about people who got uh, heart transplants or eye transplants from uh, their deceased loved ones. And they meet these people and they hug and they become part of the family, right? When was the last time we saw Worf hug anybody? I don't mean literally. <laughs> Craig, you understand what I'm saying, right? I do understand what you're saying, yes. Okay. It just seems out of character for, for Worf. Uh, but I wouldn't call it, you know, I don't, I don't agree with him that he's, like, avoiding it, though. I'm thinking he's like, you know what? My wife is gone. I am still grieving this, and I don't need to deal with this shit now. Oh, you know, an interesting development is um, apparently... The prophets, correct me if I'm wrong, Big Sexy, but the prophets in the wormhole, somehow they manipulated Worf's parents where they got together, not Worf, um, Cisco's Cisco. parents, to get them together to give birth to him? Yep. See, we would have a problem right there, man. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to put my hands on the prophets for uh, manipulating me like that. Go ahead and try. See what happens. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Craig, Craig, are you watching any DS9? No, I'm not. You know, I have a newborn and all that, so... Yeah, he's got other <laughs> things to do. But you're watching... Wait, you're watching Stranger Things, though. Well, you well, know... That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Okay. I finished watching Stranger Things now. I think I watched it over one weekend. Wow, okay, all right. Well, they released all the episodes at the same time, so... How many episodes in a season? Um, I think this one was six or seven. Oh, wow. Or eight, maybe. See, it sounds like they do it right, as opposed to Marvel and Netflix, where they put out 13 episodes when they could condense it down to six. Possible. I'm also looking forward to, by the way, the X-Files coming back again. Remember remember in January this year, there was there were like six or eight episodes? Really? The, the X-Files everybody... back? Won't this be the second time they tried to come back? Yeah, well, not tried. I mean, they they came back in January this year, 2017. Did you watch that? I, would, I was never an X-Files fan. No, oh, okay. But I know, love X-Files. You know so what? They, they brought it back, and so then they, they sort of... It was almost like a mid-season finale where there was a cliffhanger, but it's taken them a whole year just to, <laughs> to film the rest of the show. So it's coming back in January 2018 again. Is that with David Duchovny? They're back? In, uh, yeah, everybody. It, it, all the original people are, were in, in their the, the little mini-season, you could say. See, why is, it, why is it being promoted? I haven't seen anything... With any anything saying X Files on it, or X File coming back, or 
Yeah, I've I've seen it definitely. So there you have it, folks. We just kind of it was very free flowing. You know, I think for the most part, we're all excited about Quentin uh, being his name being attached to this film. That am I am I correct? Can I summarize saying that we're yeah. all three on board? All yes. three of us. I'm kind of excited about the R rating. I don't want to see a lot of gratuitous sex and a lot of gratuitous cursing, but maybe I want to see some more intensity, uh, more, not so much gore, but maybe more um, blood, maybe, you know, to, to raise the stakes for the film. I don't know. I, I'm on board. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. And, and, and like I said, and I think I speak for my crew. The fact that we're talking about it is a is a win for Star Trek. Star Trek is, I think, is now back on the radar, and you know everyone is, you know, either talking about it positively or negatively. But there's no such thing as bad press. So, now having said that, what do you think I'm going to do next? What do you think I'm going to do next? I'm going to appeal to our audience. Listen, we need your help. We want to get bigger and better. So where can you find us? Well, you can find us on YouTube. Search under the Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. You can find us on Tumblr, Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. On Twitter, at Red Shirts 1701. You can email us at redshirtspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Are you excited about Quentin? Are you not? Let us know what you think, please. Oh, you can also find us on Facebook. I almost forgot about Facebook. How come you guys didn't remind me about Facebook? You just did. Q. Facebook. <laughs> All right. Ah, but I think I think I got a couple guys that need to go back to the academy. Anyway, you can find us on Facebook at The Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. And with that, we are out of here. Peace. I'm not seeing anyone saying, yay, Tarantino. I'm seeing people okay. lukewarm. Yay, Tarantino. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just seeing people lukewarm saying, uh, okay, I'm interested, I'm a little concerned, I'm curious, but no one's saying, oh, sh-. yeah. <laughs> Greg, well, we are. Have you, well, <laughs> we, we are. are, but, you know, we have, well, I'm not, I was going to say, we have 63 subscribers. What <laughs> <laughs> about 6,300, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going to say 6,300. <laughs> yeah, listen, audience, we're going to have a talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> you know what I did like, and it only lasted one season, was the Lone Gunman, the sequel, the, the not sequel, the um, spinoff. Remember that? Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Okay. All right, <laughs> 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 guys. Uh, we sounds like we're pretty much wrapped up here. We got anything? We are wrapped. Yeah. We wrapped him up, so. <laughs> okay. I was trying. <laughs> okay. Red Shirts is not endorsed by Paramount Pictures, Viacom, or CBS. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Star Trek, the Star Trek logo, and all names, pictures, and audio of Star Trek characters are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders.